Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. It's going to be fun as a meteorologist to be like, it's going to be 80 at some point next week, probably. Uh, yes, it definitely sounds like that's going to be great weather. And Easter Sunday is going to be awesome. All right, let's talk about the big thing uh, being talked about both in Indiana and about Indiana. Uh, signing a bill into law that will prevent uh, transgender youths or people that think that they're transgender uh, from having um, uh, certain things, health care, uh, the bill obviously being signed, uh, performed until they're over the age of 18. Puberty blockers, surgeries, all kinds of things they're getting banned. Indiana is far from alone as far as places that are doing this. I think Iowa did it the other day as well as Indiana was doing it. Here's what's most important to me about this conversation, about this battle uh, going on, and then uh, the organizations that are going to come out and attack it. Even the fact that uh, Holcomb himself said that the bill was, quote, clear as mud, although I don't think anyone's gotten any additional understanding of what that meant, uh, but then chose to sign it. And there was that concern, that that fear uh, that it actually wouldn't get signed uh, just based on one potential um, uh, ambiguous, confusing version of a I'm not sure that I like what I'm reading here, even though I'm not going to tell you what it is I don't like about it. I'll, I'll do this conversation this way. Um, since I don't know when, but, but certainly over the last few years, the amount of adult conversations that are being forced to be had about children, about how adult disagreements are going to be placed on kids, is, is through the roof. Um, it's actually crazy. One of the examples I use that's much less charged although it's funny to think because actually it was charged in and of itself, but compared to this, certainly not to the same level of passion uh, that people come with when they talk about either side of the debate on transgender care and, and children and kids, uh, but in the form of, say, wearing a mask or getting a vaccine in school or any of that stuff, there seem to be these overarching um, um, views that every single one of these arguments that people, adults, were having on their own. You walk into a Target, you walk into a Walmart, one person's not wearing a mask, another person is, and people would fight and scream and yell at each other. And then maybe because the adults can't find compromise, can't find a solution on their own, these debates, these conversations are forced on the kids who we seem to all think we have some valuable role in maybe um, winning in our, not all of us as in you and I, but all of us in the world of, say, the talking heads, the politicians and whatnot, a valuable role in winning an argument uh, through children. And one of the more scary uh, arguments I think that's being had is something where you actually change your body. Um, I remember growing up as a kid, I remember, and certainly some of the ages they're talking about with some of these things, uh, not having any frame of reference in my brain whatsoever of even the, the, the conversation itself. Like if someone had tried to introduce to, to me at a younger age, um, what some of these things we're debating now are, it would have just been confusing. Uh, and actually, some of the more valuable stats I've seen when you talk about this issue as a whole, when you go well beyond uh, just the conversations being had about should we uh, prevent something, should we not prevent something in the world of, of politicians, in the world of uh, you know legislation, uh, the actual truth is the rise in people who think they're transgender 
And more specifically, and this has been documented now since about 2020, I think, and there was a data out of the United Kingdom, data out of the United States, the amount of teenage girls who think they're um, potentially boys is through the, the, the rise in individuals who identify as potentially the opposite sex in that age group. And actually, I will also throw this out there, and I'm sure that this will make some people upset. Whoever is going to get upset about this, I guess it is what it is, because they're just facts. And I, I long remember other uh, broadcasters saying facts don't care about your opinions. Um, young women, uh, ages, you know, a teenager to maybe early 20s or even younger than that, I think, are the most depressed group in our society right now, too. There's a piece of data after piece of data coming out about mental health and young girls. And especially, I think, because of the rise of, say, social media or whatever it might be. So you add all of those things together in a conversation where you're talking about mental health and especially the mental struggle of a young person. And then uh, the rise in conversations where, as I've said, and this is the point I'm trying to make, adults are trying to win their adult conversation through the lens of, of how kids behave or what kids think is right and wrong. And that's bad. Uh, that's bad on a variety or a, a, a whole bunch of levels. If you're forcing, uh, you know, not your own kids, but just kids in general uh, to follow an ideology that's that's yours, that might not be theirs or whatever it might be. Uh, but again, it also creates that pressure for kids to maybe say and feel certain things that maybe they're not really sure they say and feel. The societal pressure on some of these conversations is through the roof. So when you take all of those things together and take the confusion, the the chaos, the, the um, you know, um, actual data that's telling us that there is a mental health crisis going on in the world of young people, doing something to not allow someone to make a life-changing decision, even if their parents say it's okay, even if doctors say it's okay, until they actually turn 18, seems to be compassionate. Again, when you take the totality of the argument together, which people don't seem to want to do, you want to pick out this part over here or this part over there, and in doing so, change the conversation to something else where, again, adults are arguing with adults and trying to force those arguments onto kids in a unique way. But right now, we should take a step back. We should look at the world we're in. We should look at the mental health challenge that is being a young person, especially a young woman, and then also look at the data that is directly connected uh, for some to that and the amount of young uh, teenage girls that, that now think they should transition to be boys and, and understand that these things might all be related and that doing anything in the world of legislation to simply say, if you want to do this profound thing to yourself, just wait until you're legally an adult to do it. That is nowhere near as, as controversial and as horrible and as crazy as some people say it is, some news media says it is, when they cover these decisions. And I understand that the, the um, side argument or the, the, um, the other side's uh, version of a, of a conversation uh, talks about how uh, there is a risk of someone harming themselves if they're not given treatments that they are told that they need. Uh, but what is woefully missing in that conversation too, and I'll just put it out there and take a break on this, is the amount of people who regret a decision. Some of them are going viral, some of them are doing interviews now. And for that reason, may harm themselves. So it's one of those scenarios where you say, I'm doing this to protect someone, and we don't actually have any information whatsoever after we're seeing the giant rise in some of these, these uh, beliefs that we're seeing in how many people you might be harming and not protecting if you actually go the other way. 
So again, having conversations with your kids, if they feel um, uh, certain ways and telling them they have every ability to do something uh, once they're 18 years old and seeing what happens over that period of time, to me is simply compassionate. It is not controversial and it certainly isn't muddy. All right, uh, I'll take a quick break. A lot more coming up in a bit. Craig Collins filling in on Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.